0: Ready, kids? I, I
1: can't bend. I can't bend. <laughs>
2: It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your captain, Jim Bob Shorts, And tonight, I've got yet another one of these lost episodes, as I've been calling them. This one was originally filmed on May 3rd of 2023 with an author by the name of Tim Moons, who wrote the book Tomato Fields. If you're unfamiliar, there's totally going to be a link with this episode so that you can go check it out um it you know it has to do with bigfoot and you know other things surrounding bigfoot so you know that i'm right in the middle of that because you guys know how i feel about bigfoot and everything bigfoot related so i was really looking forward to this conversation and so glad i finally get to share it with you guys Luis, ox and bandit joined me in this conversation and you know tim just got into his book a good bit we talked a lot about bigfoot and just a lot about everything you know how this show goes man it's a an adhd person's you know heaven because we're just all over the place all the freaking time but yeah I, you know it's, it, it was still it was it was a very very good episode i had a whole lot of fun filming it and i feel bad that it's just now releasing but hey what can you do when technology does what it wants you know what i'm saying like that's just kind of how it rolls around here but of course, anything that we do talk about in this episode or anything you need to get back to Tim and his book will all be with this episode. Uh, links, of course, with you, you know, wherever you consume the episode. And of course, at everyone's favorite website, unconstitutionalawakening.com. You're home for everything else, man. We got all kinds of great things going on over here all the time. You guys know the, know the routine. Y'all come check it on out and give it a look, catch up, see if there's something you ain't seen in there in a while. There's links to. Find us on all of our visual channels. There's links to find us on all of our audio channels. You can listen to the show right here on the website. There's links to get back to our sweet merch store to get you some awesome UA merch. And there's even... Some links to get back to our friends in Liberty over there. Kirk Elliott, Peachy Key Creations, Ammo Can Survival, Brett Peichel, Classical Learner at Homeschools Connected, and Pure Pet Wellness. And now, of course, you guys, if you can go give all that stuff some love and even make sure you get over there and give Tim some love, that'd be real great, man. So, But I reckon I'm going to quit running my mouth and weigh anchor so that we we can get started on this guy. As I was telling you guys in the intro there, I've got a pretty full house this evening because we're all excited to have a very special guest tonight, Mr. Tim Moon. He is an author and just educator and all around cool guy, you guys. I'm really excited for this conversation. So, like, Tim, how are you doing this
0: evening? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing?
2: Oh, fantabulous, sir. Fantabulous, man. Like, so, so I'm just going to come, you know, right off the rip, man. I got to know, like, what, what led you, because, I've actually been reading over your book, man. It it was super interesting to me. And since I already have the Kindle account, I jumped right in there and gave it a read. And what led you to want to even investigate into that dude? Like that, that was just bam. And please feel free to update anybody about anything around it. Your book tomato fields, man. Like that thing, that thing was just, it's pretty interesting read, man. If you're into this kind of stuff.
0: Uh huh. Well, I, uh, I have been studying um, the idea of Bigfoot for a long, long time. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of the movie, the the Legend of Bogey Creek. Have you ever heard of that? Sounds familiar. It was it was a low budget, very low budget movie made about the Hulk monster in uh, Arkansas in 1970 or 68 or 70. And it, it turned into kind of a cult film because it got so popular. I mean, he made a ton of money on that because it was so popular, but it was so low budget, it was all it was all money for him. And uh, but it was the first real movie that came out that proposed the idea of Bigfoot. And when I saw it, I just was captivated by that. And I've been interested in the subject ever since. And that was in the seven that was in the seventies. So and then um my brother uh my brother and I were doing some work together he's a contractor and we were helping my uncle with something and I think the show Bigfoot came up one of the Bigfoot shows came up and I asked him if he ever seen it what's the strangest thing he's ever seen in the woods and he started telling me about this story where this Bigfoot came out uh when he was working on the trailer of his truck and screamed at him uh and freaked him out and scared the hell out of him and he ran into his house and grabbed his shotgun and uh he thought it was coming after him and it wow. and it he looked back out the window after he got his shotgun and it just stopped screaming turned around and walked back in the woods and it was probably eight feet tall maybe bigger I've, we've measured the tree or the light pole that it was standing next to. And it probably just, it was in Washington state in Mason County, the same place that I used to write the book. Yes. And, um, it was in the nineties, 94, I think is the date that that happened to him. He'd never seen anything like it before. He's heard it since one other time, but he's never seen it again. And, it freaked him out pretty bad. He never told anybody, and 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 I uh, and he started telling me the story. I couldn't believe it, and I mean that you can't have too many things, more elements to a story than he saw. He heard it. He smelled it. He, it screamed at him. <laughs> he he ran from it. There's just most stories are little parts of that, but not all of those things at the same time.
2: Sure,
0: And and so I was a little shocked that all of a sudden I was finding that out. You know, he's been my brother all my life. I never knew about that. So, And I'd personally been thinking about using fiction, telling stories. People like stories, and I think in some cases they learn better from stories than they do from facts. And so I thought maybe I could tell some interesting stories involving these creatures uh, in some way or another that would draw more people to the subject and maybe make it seem more real to them. And so I just took everything I'd been learning and, and used his story as a little bit of an inspiration and then just took off from there and wrote the book on, you know, around that area and and just made up the characters and made up the situation you know but
2: have you ever have you ever done any like like aside from that thing with your you know with that have you ever done any like investigating yourself and
0: over all these years very minor uh and it was in the area where he lives that we went and did a little bit but and we saw some interesting things weren't sure you know nothing that would have uh, been as realistic as something staring at you and screaming at you but sure. and there are some places I live in Texas he lives in Washington so I only see him when I go up there but I live in Texas and there's some places in Texas that are pretty active
2: oh i and, mean you, you know we bigfoot is something we've come conversed about quite frequently on here you know he's he's someone that i believe is you know scattered all over the planet like i've i've yeah. I'm kind of into the the realm of him being inside the earth, you know, a, a point I made in this little Bigfoot documentary that I was, uh, you know, so thankful to be a part of uh, was that if you ever look at those cave systems and the missing people's maps, when you put those on top of each other, if you add the Bigfoot sighting map on top of it,
0: yeah, it's, it all it's fits very together. close. Oh yeah. Yep. It's so close. It's all very close. And it's probably not coincidental, and I, I, I wouldn't doubt them being underground at all, you know. Um, I think they, I, I've never seen a map of the underground cave, so I don't even know what that looks like. I've only seen the map of the national forest and then the disappearances and the encounters and all of that, which all no. correspond. But I've never seen one. I would really be interested in seeing one of the underground caves if they have those maps.
2: Well, it is. And it seems like, you know, there's, you know, I'm, I'm down being down here in Georgia, we've got two different ends to the spectrum when it comes to sightings of of Bigfoot species up in North Georgia, you've got, you know, like regular old Bigfoot that folks talk about seeing and such, but down in South Georgia, it's more of the skunk ape, like out in Florida because it's more yes. of a swampy type area.
0: Everglade, yeah. yeah.
2: And, 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 you know, with that, with that going on, you know, Georgia is no stranger to the idea of Bigfoot, you know, there's, no. even been, there's even been middle of Georgia sightings because down out here in this area, it's it, you would consider it part of the foothills of Appalachia, I guess, that it gets, it gets quite elevated and you can actually see, you know, kind of like mountaintop to mountaintop from where you are and there's all kinds of, you know, there's, there's even a Bigfoot festival that's such a thing in
0: that, oh, I've, that particular I've heard, area. I've heard a lot of activity in Georgia and Mississippi and Louisiana and Texas. Um and, so, so of course,
2: me too. I have always he's always been one that I've been super, you know, infatuated with.
3: That was so. Tech. You bring up Texas. Okay, so this brings up a very crazy story that was recently released uh, from a uh, ranch in Texas. Had a few dozen cattle that were killed. Um, they were. They had their internal organs removed and their eyes removed and their tongues removed, but there was no blood loss.
0: Yeah. I would say that's probably more related to UFOs than, than the Bigfoot. Bigfoot will gut an animal. They might eat their eyeballs and their tongues off that, but they probably won't leave them bloodless. (laughs) They probably will bleed. (laughs) So, so that's my guess that that would have been maybe a UFO thing like the skinwalker thing and skinwalker ranch.
3: I would, I would, yeah, yeah, I was just I was I'm I'm kind of lumping the, the cryptid family as a whole when thinking of something like that it has to be something within that family of cryptids.
0: Yeah possible.
3: So, so is there
2: is there anything outside of you know the Bigfoot realm that you that you that you pretend, particularly have ever gotten into very much that you that you care about or you know or even brought any interest to?
0: Just uh, well, in, in terms of paranormal type stuff, yeah, yeah, I've I've been interested in UFOs too, and done some study on that. Have you ever heard of the four one one book? I have. Yeah, um, he, I think a lot of the things that he that he writes about were actually U- involved involve UFOs more than Bigfoot. You know, some of it is probably related to Bigfoot, but but. I think there's just weird disappearances <laughs> that you always fascinates to do- me. Strange this disappearances this- fascinate me.
3: Was this the same as the Hulu series, Missing 411?
0: 411 is a, a, a former police officer who started hearing about people disappearing in national parks and he started doing the research.
3: This is the same? They did a Hulu series they called... Think- missing 411 and yes, it good. Good. it has some of the most extreme like you know data as far as like contact with the paranormal there was one episode uh during in that in that series that dealt with uh some big game hunters in why Wyoming was it Wyoming. I think where they would go up there in the seventies and eighties, they would go up there and um, elk hunting and they had this camp that only they knew about It, it. There was no cabin, no nothing. They had pulled these trees together to make sort of like a shelter and they had videotaped one night in particular of contact with something that was not – the only thing that they can come up with, it was something not of this earth. It was not something not from earth. It is one of the best audio recordings of something, and they, they've already run it through so many different filters, and they've sent it off to so many different um, – agencies and they have proven time and time again that it, ha- it wasn't faked audio it was legit audio and that the audio was not it was not an animal it wasn't
0: human yeah i that those things happen out there <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it's kind of scary i wouldn't want to be out there alone
3: let me see if i can find this audio
0: we have
2: you know a good a good way to get banda going over here is he's uh he's big into the lore of the Wendigo like that is his that is his go-to right there when we get to talking about cryptids
0: yeah i i'm that isn't something i know much about but i'm curious about all of them so
2: we had we had we had I'm a both. really awesome fellow on here one uh, time back. He's a host of another show actually. That's that's like his specialty, man. Like I was actually excited to speak with him and learn from him because he was he's that's something he has taken some time into, man. Crypt, all these cryptids have always been something that I've I've always been fascinated with, and you know, I think there's more to it. You know, I think there's there's reasons that we you know for all these. Centuries now, even these beasts have been talked about in different kinds of you know perspectives and from different areas of the world and stuff like that. And it's just it's fascinating to to me to actually see it get kind of its own little revival. You know, you see at one point in time, people on the internet were like, "Oh no, it's just it's a Bigfoot's not real." But just to me, it just seems to be making more of a comeback in the most recent months. Or maybe it's just me because I pay attention to Bigfoot stuff.
0: Well there's a lot of smoke for not having any fire. Right. And and the smoke exists all over the world in multiple cultures on multiple continents with multiple languages and multiple religions and they all say about the same thing. That they saw about the same thing, experienced about the same thing, which how could people do that? How could that be happening and not be real? So um, I also have begun to think that it's a microcosm of a bigger macrocosm. And I think that, that the real mystery is related to what, this, what we really are in the universe. And the fact that we're a small planet on a, in a small solar system in a small galaxy amongst billions of galaxies and trillions of planets, that there's so much going on out there that we just don't know about. And I think when we know, when, we are, when or at least when the government's open to saying, you know, what they know, what's really going on out there, um, I think the Bigfoot and some of these cryptid mysteries will all fall into place and we will say, oh, well, that makes sense now. Um, I think it's related to who we are on the bigger picture. Yeah. And I think it's being covered up to a degree. I think the government knows more than they want to talk about and Oh,
2: absolutely.
0: And I, they lie you know, they're, 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 they lie all the time and um I so I really can't trust anything they say anymore. Ab- and,
2: ab- absolutely. I'm 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 on that too and you know when it comes to having all of that you know all of that out there you know there's there's two routes that you can really go with that and it's either the route of there are millions of other species and that's totally terrifying cuz why are they do they seem to be leaving us alone or b we're an anomaly and all that stuff isn't real and either either option or, either or option is terrifying you know what i mean like
0: or or they're not leaving us alone maybe i mean you know, these disappearances could be part of that
2: now and and you know i i, I hate to I, I always hate to take it in this route maybe maybe not but it's just me but i have, you know you made that attestment to you know the lying factor side of like the government and such and like i'm you know we've we've covered entire series episodes actually of like the companies that have built ufo like devices since you know Post World War Two and such, yeah, you know, and there are so from from what I gather, there are so many black ops going on out there with it within, within three letter agencies that people don't actually know, you know, in these different agencies what is going on, you know, is there somebody out here is building a spaceship. And of course the FBI doesn't know about it because it's some kind of black op through the CIA, you know, that's actually through NASA or something like this. And it's, you know, and I, I hate to be this guy, but human trafficking seems to be the world governments on a whole kind of main staple when it comes to things like, you know, I, do you people do go missing a lot? And I I I do want to say I know for a fact it's not just an American thing. You know, like people go nope. missing all oh, over yeah. the world. Like that okay. yeah, and that's that's a terrifying thing. You know, you you to think about one moment you could just vanish like that from, from thin air and nobody knows where you're headed. And
0: since, and since it's not like 30 people in one town, small town, disappear all at once. Everyone just looks at it. Oh well, it's just an anomaly. We can't understand it. And they don't make, But if you count up all those people that disappear in different places, it gets into the thousands. Yeah. Then it's oh, yeah. a big deal. Then it's a big deal. But it's like it just doesn't occur to people that it's that important because it seems like just one person from Albuquerque, or and you know, well, I guess that happens sometimes. So they don't take it serious.
2: It, it and, I, and I don't think they take it serious either because of like, you know, you can add on to it. They do things like, I used to remember seeing the boards all over places, not not just Walmart or, you know, maybe the grocery store, other stuff like that. You know, like the, the actual missing people stuff and you just...
0: I remember yeah, those.
2: Yeah, and I yeah, don't really see places. them anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really see the missing... The, the, all the posters and you know you you always wonder like do how many of what's it's the, all
3: online now
2: what's the true statistics though of people that of those that are on those posters <laughs> that have been hanging on those posters that have still oh. never been found you know what i mean like because because you can't trust the people i think writing a lot of the st- statistics for that because like i i hate to be this guy but i think some of your biggest child trafficking issues come from definitely come from within the government especially in things like child protective services and stuff like that man like there's a lot of there's a lot of shady shady things that have come out to light across the country in multiple places that have been going on with a lot of those places and it makes Whoa, you wonder The, the border they stuff,
0: the border stuff's all related to child that too yeah and drug and drugs and so seems like nothing that we see today fits into a conventional explanation. And when I first heard some of those conspiracy theories about child trafficking and stuff, I thought, these guys are nuts. And now I think they're probably right. You know, and these globalist conspiracy type things. And I would have thought. I mean, I'm not telling. I'm telling you. Two years ago, I thought that it was crazy stuff. <laughs> Isn't that wild? And now I would. You'd have to convince me it's not true. Which... and it's just cr- we're just living in it's like complete la la land. You know. Well, I would mention
4: um, out of the 40 million slaves in the world, about half are sex slaves.
0: Yep. Yeah.
4: Yep. So. And when I mean slaves, I mean genuine, yeah. controlled individuals with Dude. limited access to, to many different things. Yeah. I don't mean a wage slaves, because if we go through the concept of wage slavery, well, then that's even more people <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah but well, like okay
4: if we brought it into, into like a slave we're going more on the classical approach of we, slavery
1: of we where you're limited
2: a bunch in in atlanta it, it was a thing back in like the the teens like the 2000 teens or whatever there were many different buss in atlanta of korean karaoke bars that were not what they seemed or not what you would think they were advertised to be
0: and that's what it was
2: absolutely full of was trafficked trafficked Asian people like through through a mixture of massage parlors and nail nail salons and these karaoke bars that they had like it, it was it's it was a whole sting operation thing that like that I remember seeing, all the stuff going down about it and like all these places closing down because of it. Like while I was out there in Atlanta driving around, you know? Yeah, it was, it was it because it's a real thing though, you know? And, but who do you, who do you turn to when the people trafficking humans seem to be the ones that are supposed to be stopping people from trafficking humans?
0: We're we're in a in a in a bad situation now, and I hope that, I mean, I can tell you what I think politically. I don't know if that's the place for the show, but
2: the show is as wild as it gets, my friend. You're
0: amongst friends. Yeah, you're amongst that friends. In something think, like this. Uh, I think that uh, it, I'll just give you some perspective. When before Trump ran for president. I did not like him. I did not like the show Apprentice. I just, I thought he was an egotist and I wanted nothing to do with him. Okay. Once I saw him run for president and started watching him, I thought, how can you have someone better in Washington, D.C. than someone who knows how to fire people? You know, because a lot of people in D.C. need to get fired. And I thought, I, and I liked what he was saying. I liked his policies. I, I, I liked how much he was attacked because that you know how, what someone's doing based on who's attacking them.
2: Sure.
0: And, and I think, like I told you before, two years ago, I would have thought that all of that stuff about human trafficking and Trump being used to destroy that and, you know, stamp all that out and eventually ex- expose it and get rid of it. I thought that was crazy talk, but now I'm starting to wonder if it's true. And that he may be the solution. And as much as that might bother some people to hear, uh, I, I don't see any other way. If, if he doesn't win the presidency, they don't have to figure out a way to get past the election fraud there we're screwed there isn't a there isn't a repair i, I think that's one that's my opinion i could no, be wrong no though. no i, no, no. I, I don't I, 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 see
2: i i i think i think personally we need you know to dissolve the centralized you know federal government like i, I think
0: there's uh, It's way out of control. It's
2: way, way out of control. You know, the convention of states. I know Texas is a place that is, you know, in constant actual talks of doing things. But I've even seen, you know, Florida, even my own state that are not on board with the idea of the central bank digital currencies. And they're not on board with a lot of the federal anything. And they're starting to, you know, they're starting to. Russell feathers and such because they're looking into things to become their own kind of thing. Like you, I just well,
0: think it might yeah. require, it might require, I think this federal government is completely out of control. It is. It's, it's it's a corrupt piece of trash. Yes. And they need to make that as small as they can possibly make it as fast as they can make it that way. I see,
2: I see ox foaming at the mouth. Of well, the wait, I know this well, is his kind of stuff.
3: I, I, I honestly don't think we, we can, we can save any part any part of it uh, I' I'm just I, I'll just throw i'm I'm gonna throw my opinion out there I, I just don't think there's any part we can save when you when you think that you know we can you can't use a corrupt system against a corrupt system you kill thinking it. that there's gonna be any different outcome.
4: Well, the 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 banking system just collapsed even further. When yeah, uh, they said yesterday. Every, uh, meanwhile, three hours ago, the Fed said everything's strong. There's some stocks that are negative. They're like down sixty percent, thirty percent, twenty percent, fifteen percent, eleven percent, ten percent, eight percent, five percent. Those are all regional banks that are just now imploding. Mm-hmm. As they also gave uh, JP Morgan Chase a fifteen mil- billion dollar. Um lo like in not alone, they just gave them away that money when they took over the uh, first national bank.
0: Mm, and then I mean, they it's said, all, and that's all and that's all money laundering. Yep. They're paying off their political friends with with taxpayers' money. Or really and that, was, cr- that was after
3: money. they said that JP Morgan actually helped Epstein.
4: Also, JP Morgan should have not been allowed to do that purchase no. because they already have over 10% Listen, of America's I, deposits.
2: I've, I've, I've been, I've been, uh, people keep telling me this is a dead end street, but I'm not going to shut up. Where's the client list? Why isn't it public? Why isn't every person that was delivered by the accused or, you know, judged or whatever human trafficker that's supposedly in prison? So let's get let's get back to where's the list. Let's Light get
3: back to what we were originally talking about. I think that is no coincidence that you haven't, if you haven't noticed, there has been a there has been a crazy uptick in um cryptid sightings lately. Yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely,
3: a huge, and this parent this. The, the, that or people a- are going I mean, into nature more often. Aliens, 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 and cryptids, and even think, talk of the Nephilim. I mean, okay, now this I have is seen a lot of that again. There is no coincidence that these th- that that they rear their heads whenever there is is a possible like collapse of society on the brink. Did Did you guys see
4: Paran? Um, There's this movie that they did related to they did a third series. My God, it's this monster movie. And the third version was in outer space and it was warping reality. My God, it's escaping me. But it was basically reality was shifting between between two different and multiple worlds. I'm going to search it right now. But it's like, what if that's part of it Like what if yeah. that's part okay, of no, what's yes. happening Like reality yes. is revealing itself mm-hmm. all, Everything's happening all at once And it's even stranger than we think
2: There are I, I keep saying this over and over I know it's kind of crazy But there are more people In May of 2023 That have kind of started figuring it out then there was when i was sitting there at when i was a kid sitting there still a kid i'm telling you i was a kid and i seen building seven go down and i'm like wait where'd the plane come from because there wasn't anything there you know what i'm saying like i was one of those guys at a young age so like it it's just to me even like even like our, our friend tim here that you know, like he said, in the past two years, he went from going, nah, there's no human trafficking to what maybe there is. Like, I think that there's I think there's different levels to all of this. And I do think that there are really big realities to a lot of these cryptid things. You know, I from and I and I don't knock any of them, really. Like, I'm, I'm not a guy that goes against the idea of anything that goes bump in the night, whether it be Bigfoot, UFOs. Or Chupacabra or something, you know, like there's all kinds of wild and crazy things out there that we can get into when it comes to that. I, I'm, I'm on the fence in the world of the aliens, though. Like, I think I think any UFOs we see, I honestly think are some kind of dark black ops project. But I do totally think that there are dimensional type beings. Oh, yeah. People get confused. Last you know what I'm saying?
4: I was talking about Cloverfield Paradox. <laughs> oh, that's what I was. That about.
3: first one was trippy. Oh, Cloverfield, OK. That first Cloverfield, Cloverfield. movie was crazy.
4: The, the weird thing is Cloverfield, the second one. It was actually not a Cloverfield movie. They just edited the movie to be a Cloverfield movie. They added the end and they added like one more scene. And they're like, yep, we just repurposed the movie. That was something else completely different. Hmm.
3: But I think a, a lot of people get confused when, um, you know, they, they speak, when they talk about aliens, you know, because there are, everybody is like, as soon as you say aliens, they're like, oh, beings from outer space. Nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. there they are different in from
4: inside of the they, planet. They can, they can be they from can inside the planet.
3: In they can be interdimensional. They yes. can be
0: underwater. They yeah. be underwater.
3: you bring up a real that's a that's a whole different ep- that's a have whole you, different episode right there have you seen what's off the coast Antarctica. of
4: california have you seen that gigantic weird stuff that's you can see on google maps that's off the coast of california uh, um yes
2: i have let me Ox? look it
3: up whereabouts <laughs> go go check it out
4: i'm trying it, to look at oh it oh right, right now but i think it's off the coast of san francisco it's like oh, it's, okay. it's like a giant like it's like a. It ruins. looks like a building. Yeah.
0: That's underwater. Let me. There, there's there's a lot of buildings. There's a lot of buildings underwater.
2: The ocean is the most unsearched place. What there's a the pyra-
0: there's a pyramid under one of the Great Lakes. Yes. Where did how did that get there? Wait. Could, uh, could, okay. Can I go find that pyramid
4: under the Great Lakes? You Whoa. can.
0: You can find that. Just no. I'm right gonna right go off. for that one. Forget that dome thing. You can thing. do it. It's, so, which lake
4: is it? First lake. There's Michigan. I, I think Le- it's Neuron. Michigan. Isn't it? It's Michigan. It's
0: Lake Michigan Lake Superior. Which one? It it could be um, Superior, okay, but you know what? I don't remember. I'm sorry, but I know it's there. I've found it and looked at it before. Because it's not too deep. If it was too deep, they would have never found it. There probably are ones under under there that are deeper. Very well,
4: could be. well, what I, is that whole weird uh comment? Some people say that Egypt
0: was in America. Like oh. I never understood that. Like there's crossover. Well, there's, I've heard yeah. that there's stuff in the Great Grand Canyon. They found stuff in the Grand Canyon with mummies and stuff, but I don't I can't prove it and they got rid of all the evidence. So but that's that's those are the stories I've heard. Okay,
4: it, it says like traces of a 9000 year old Unknown civilization discovered in Lake Huron, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I found it. Yeah. So it's like Huron. That's interesting.
0: Nine thousand years, and that's they're saying that we all got here six thousand years ago is when oh, civilization I, 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 <laughs> I
4: hate I hate people think it's like let's use Babylon. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean
2: sense. they've they but they've I mean, and they keep baffling themselves, though, because they keep proving that they're finding (laughs) even older civilizations. Well, yeah, they keep finding even older civilizations. And on top of that, you know, a a trend that I have seen and that even, you know, like some super famous people that are talking about it now have seen that is the the, it seems the further you go back, the more advanced it was, you know, yeah. and the further you go back the way further you go back like because you know how old like the pyramids are for example like you get into the time frame where it's written that there was no moon yeah
0: i was just gonna say yeah
2: so so when you get into the time frame that there was no moon and you, you think of the idea of such a body being put in our atmosphere you know, of course, there was probably cataclysmic floods and earthquakes and stuff like that, that shifted everything and destroyed a once advanced civilization that back to sticks and stones and probably had to start all over again. I could see well, that, that being that, that the reality is, completely.
0: That happens. The, the Earth does that every every million years or so. And it's cataclysmic. It destroys everything when it happens. And so why not? Maybe those pyramids have been around a lot longer, a lot longer than, than 10,000 well, years.
3: You know what I like to think uh, when people talk about cryptids, like even just about like um, Bigfoot. I mean, giant or, squid
4: was a cryptid until it was proven real. Yeah. You yeah. know,
3: Bigfoot, the Nephilim, um, it, 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 anything. something makes me think that perhaps those are remnants of a lost civilization on earth they were left over from a reset
2: so in the solomon in the solomon islands they talk of they talk of giants that live underneath Solomon Islands in a cave system and when you look at their drawn descriptions of them they look very Bigfoot-esque in size but they're talked about being giant and red hair a lot like the ones that are said to be held captive in the Middle East by really rich people and stuff like that and were found during the Iraq war and stuff like that. I
4: I will simply say that uh, in the Middle East, slavery is so legal that it, there were slave markets inside of Instagram and Facebook. Yes, like open slave markets. And there's a good uh, like DW, which is easier to look up. Uh, DW makes good documentaries. Made a good one on that, literally showing the slave markets in Instagram. And they informed them and supposedly they deleted it, but you know, it's still happening. So there's slave markets in Instagram. If you people didn't know, now, you know,
0: wow.
2: And everybody's worried about slavery that happened. It's on Facebook instead of being worried about slavery. That's happening right now. Isn't that amazing?
0: It's it's just out of sight,
2: out of mind,
0: right? It's Tragedy, tragic, just tragic.
2: Because, you know, you've do, you also got stuff going on. Like, there's been some crazy, weird things going on over there near, like, the India-China border for the past, what, like, five years that people haven't been really paying attention to, along with all that kind of stuff, too. Like, there's... And then you got all kinds of slavery spread throughout, not only the Middle East, but you still hear about it in different parts of Africa and stuff
0: to this day. Well, China has a lot of ambitions in the world and they have them all over the world and um they are they are a significant strategic enemy in my opinion
2: Luis, did you see any of those uh illegal chinese police stations in your neighborhood
4: so i never visited one uh i know there's one in manhattan I believe they I just heard something about them they're they're actually working to close them. Yeah, yeah at the, least the one the, in New York. There are now found in all over the country. They
0: Congress so there peace.
4: is in every major city now, it looks like they found a Chinese police station. I just my keyboard's not really? working. But look up that that. Yeah, there's not it's not only in New York, it's now all over the United States. Um but I'll also say there was this random, random report saying, isn't it interesting? 2,000 uh, military-aged males just dropped into the border. Okay, so I'm not thinking that they're simply slowly coming in to invade. That would be the weirdest invasion. Uh, but honestly, at this rate, anything's is possible. Um, but what I will say is lots of upper-middle-class people are illegally immigrating into the United States because things in China are so bad yeah. that the upper middle class that's still like the true middle class of China is getting the hell out of there, not the ultra rich, the ultra rich are It's like a mix of stuck. Uh, and yeah, it, it's that's part of the reason they buy like hundred million dollar apartments in New York. It's because they can just they, it.
2: they can only they can only spend and they can only spend their money on real so estate many, in, in so many places.
4: Yes, and they the can world. invest in the United States. They can invest in Canada. That's why Canada blocked foreign investment. They didn't just want to say Chinese investment, but the, yep. what they really wanted to say was the, the Canada block Chinese investors because they are the ones that were just swallowing up the entire country
2: yeah. because
4: they just wanted a vehicle to get their money out. And if you look at Toronto real estate, it makes America's bubble look like a joke because I I saw a beautiful TikTok series, which is like shitholes in America, in Canada, in castles in Europe. <laughs> it's a beautiful video of a of a true piece of crap place that's worth one point two million dollars in American dollars, I believe, in, in Canada <laughs> and then a castle in uh in, I believe in, in Scotland. And it's disturbing. It's disturbing to watch. Like to see that there is such obvious, obvious problem with the system. And look just look at people's income people's income has not gone up in proportion to the economy. So either the asset class is off or inflation has hit us in a way that we haven't even noticed.
0: You know,
2: uh, if it's one thing I can say I've noticed my entire life is I've always seen prices go up, but I don't think I've
3: ever seen them come back down.
2: And
4: I mean, they will now
3: I've seen, I'm, I'm seeing some prices go down yeah i mean there's, i mean i'm talking right. about
2: like in the grocery store yeah. and stuff like
3: that. oh, oh, oh no, no no even in the grocery store i'm seeing a few things come down yeah. not the majority of things are still so, up there so i saw a beautiful
4: chart which displayed uh pricing in england and it said basically
2: because my grocery bill is pro- outrageous right now prices in
4: england the home prices in england were not affordable until. <laughs> They were affordable in 1910. That was the last time they were affordable. And then they became unaffordable. And, and so it, it's insane.
2: Georgia's is insane, too. Oh, think, uh, and
3: speaking of the UK, have you seen the outrage over the coronation cost?
0: Oh, gosh, what a joke.
3: <laughs> Wait, have how you, much no, was it? Two hundred and fifty million pounds. I thought it had to be like 30 million. taxpayer money.
0: Well, who
1: else's money does leeches ever use? Why? Why? What People? do they ever?
0: What do they ever do? They never do anything for any of that money. It's just the, <laughs> no, no,
3: no, no. It's exactly.
0: A waste of. I mean, money that you can possibly spend.
4: They're a waste of human flesh. I mean, the yeah. royal family should s- cease to function, and they should strip them of all assets and just deliver those assets back to a collective trust. That pays for government for housing of the people of the UK. Yes, I don't, I don't or know maybe pays off
0: some, some I don't of their debt. all the
4: guys, power and just literally throw them with a million dollars. Here you go, a million dollars each of you. Your assets have been seized.
2: Or or the uh, the globe or whatever you know the the super crazy tabloids or whatever that people yes. Okay, listen, look, I've, look, I've enjoyed them my entire. For I've enjoyed them my entire life because they're great and sometimes they're more true than anybody else has been. And they were talking actually on the front page about that and him being completely dementia out of his fucking mind, just like
3: uh, pudding brain over here. So it, it's, they're one in the same. How bad it is! Seriously, though, Pretty people dang. are absolutely that. like fed up with this, man.
0: Yeah, they are. I, I'm people are done.
3: You have a guy that is worth two billion pounds of registered wealth, not including the stolen artwork, the stolen that jewels, and to everything like that. Plus sitting billion. in a golden palace. Yeah. Sitting in a golden palace on a golden throne, wearing a crown that is so heavy with stolen jewels that he can only wear it for 30 minutes at a time. It is so heavy. While the country itself, you have a a housing crisis, a food crisis, a wage crisis, a poverty crisis, immigration crisis, crime crisis, everything. You have to register your knives now. Mm-hmm. And now he is demanding $250 million of taxpayer money to fund his coronation. And he demands the entire population of the UK pledge their undying loyalty to the king. You're kidding. That is some arrogance, man. That you is some it. So
4: well, sausage, sausage sausage Fingers is going to get uh, beheaded by the people of the UK if he keeps talking like that.
1: Which is crazy because the French are like ready to go with it. Oh, the French oh. are already like sharpening. Yeah. It, fr- France, France is done, done, man. What if the English beat him to it? What if the English <laughs> actually ready to go like right now?
4: The thing is, i ex- I expected May to be more um, accelerating, but I think Germany is also going to be part of it because Germany is uh, has been planning a mass strike. So Germans, li- yes, the Germans. Uh, look up mass strike Germany.
3: Uh, Poland, Poland, Poland. Poland watch out, man. Poland has <laughs> it's, well, technically
4: Poland has been doing better economically than all these countries. So there's that. Um, Pol- out. <laughs> Poland <laughs> has a different issue. Poland's now getting invaded by Ukraine cheap crops, and they're yeah. saying we are not going to take subs, like basically subpar products that don't <laughs> pass by regular inspection expectations, uh, inspections and regulations. So you're uh, forcing us to accept products that are lower grade than ours into the market, destabilizing our market. And I don't know why. Ukraine just doesn't sell it to all of the markets that they usually sold it to in Africa. So there's that
3: whole debate. And that so basically off. all of the European countries that sanctioned Russia.
0: Well, I think Ukraine war is, is uh, being, fought, being fought for, it has nothing to do with Ukrainian freedom. It has everything to do with globalism. And uh, did you notice the Ukraine? You ain't campaign? lying about that. The Ukraine war broke out. When did it break out? 2014. Yeah. Was no, it 2014? No, no, no. I'm talking. When did Biden start talking about we've got to go to Ukraine? Oh yeah. Right. Right after they stopped the Constitution, stopped the COVID yeah. from mandating the vaccines, and they knew the jig was up now. So they have to go start a conflict somewhere else. And that was the Ukraine,
2: uh, and we've got it going on in Taiwan and with China right now too.
0: Well, and Taiwan's the real threat, not Ukraine. Taiwan's the one that has all the technology. It does. does. Ukraine has food. They have food. Yeah, that's good. Be good, but the what they're doing but there there's, is fragile. Okay, so
2: there are a ton of aid, and, and this is and this is a creepy. Fact that you could look into if you'd like. Um, there are a ton mm-hmm. of pharmaceutical companies.
0: That's right.
2: Located in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and there has been but tons of money laundering, not only through the war, but you know through all of these pharmaceutical companies as well, because they lobby right back into the government's hands to make sure things go their way. So they've given
0: so much money to them.
2: And on top of on top of the fact that very there's a lot of them like Biden who have been doing it for for 50 years, you know, I just I, I, you know, I, I know I know I'm not in the realm of actually believing in using any kind of system or whatever. But like, even I think that at some point there should be some kind of limitation at how long you can just continue to be a criminal for the country. You know what I mean? Like that there, there should have never been the ability to be a lifelong politician like that.
0: Well, I'll, I'll, this is someone, as soon as Obama won the, won the democratic primary, first thing he did was select, select Biden as vice president. And I thought to myself, because I'd watched Biden for 30 years. He's a complete imbecile. He has no capacity to, to do anything but screw up. If you give him 30 seconds, he'll say something stupid. And he's been doing it for 450 50 years. And I thought, how, why would Obama take a guy who is a complete, you know, crazy man? Okay. To, to be his running mate right off the bat. And I, th- I thought, that just is stupid. Why is he going to have to hide him in the in the vice president's house for eight years? And he and now I know why, because he owned Congress. He, he was in everybody's pockets. He everybody was indebted to him. And he had all this money from all these bribes that he's been taking all over the world. And he just told Obama, if you want to be president, I'm going to be your vice president. I,
2: I can see that because I mean you know you're talking. I don't about, see any other way he, it would not happen. He he is by far one of the biggest criminals ar- alive in government today. Like I mean, if a, you look at he if you look at anything that he has taken part of, whether it be part of writing or part of backing or part of pushing through in all those years doing other things in the government. You know, it's it's clear that he's. You know, it's not like it was just yesterday that he started being corrupt. You know, it's clear that he He's has been corrupt, been a forever. source of corruption for a very long time. Yeah. You know, I, you go, you can, you can go back and see the, heck, I think I've lost or been at least on bands for it before or whatever. But when you start sharing pictures of him hanging out with old school clan leaders and stuff back in like the seventies and stuff like this. And you're just like, you're just, people are just like, no, that's not true. And you're just like, dude, no, like this dude's, this dude was bad from the get go. And it's not, and it's not, I will say this too. It's not just him. You've got people in there like Pelosi and, you know, even even, even people like Purdue and other people that have been in the government for a long number of years that seem to have all this money from stocks and all these, you know, oh,
0: Mitch McConnell, he's one of the <laughs> biggest crooks in DC and they, and he calls Terrible. himself a conservative. He's a criminal. And so is Cornyn from Texas.
1: Hmm.
0: He's just went right along with every, all the money laundering that the Biden administration has been doing.
3: They're it's all criminals. Criminal.
0: It's tragedy. It's a tragedy, and they are criminals it it
2: and it's to me, it's great to see that more people are starting to vocalize this you know there there are a lot more people looking at this, and there are more people that have been starting down what I feel is a very positive solution like in and 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 my idea is you know they're they're trying to distance themselves from just even the ideas that things like this are even portraying and stuff like this. You know, the idea of decentralization is a, is one of those ideas you really can't kill. You know, once you light that fire and you start talking to people about voluntarism and you start talking to about people about how, you know, we don't really need all those idiots in Washington calling all of these shots on a day-to-day basis. We've got, you know plenty of people yeah. a lot of these places would run just fine heck even without a complete state government to be honest i think a lot of local governments could do a better job than most of the state governments who could in in the some aspects but it's 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 about it's about just taking a lot of matters into our own hands and i'm not trying to be like uh, raising the idea of violence or whatever i'm just trying to raise the idea of prepare for the worst and expect the best kind of error. One of those ways, I might've said it backwards, but one of those deals where you're, you know, just be ready for whatever you need to take so that you can just take care of yourself because government, the Washington is going to do a good job at getting Washington nuked. Like there's no doubt in my mind.
4: let's, let's, Let's say those words because Kremlin either that's real or fake. Uh, I don't know if you just mentioned Russia and the potential. Oh, no, I I didn't mention that, but you can.
3: No, no, no. I just sent the article over to the group group chat of the drone striking just above the Kremlin Mm -hmm. when it was shot down. And... uh, is
4: that it was was that a false flag? Was that a Ukraine? Was that a United States? Oh, uh, who
3: knows, flag? man? Who like, knows? But why way, do, it's not bueno. It's not bueno. That's not good, man. And Russia's strategic nuclear force has just been put on its well, highest alert.
4: Like what I, how, how much shit would go insane if that And happened? hold on, I got
3: one better. It. They've they've uh, activated all of their like high altitude strategic bombers, and they've got unconfirmed reports of nuclear weapons at the air f- at the airfields. My my friend today and, uh, me uh, again, just a couple of hours ago is going on. Uh, a mig is a mig high altitude strategic just took off with a hypersonic missile attached.
4: Okay, so my friend jokingly says, "Hey, you an AI is going to destroy the world in six months?" And I'm like.
1: I don't
4: think so. Not yet. Is that
3: AI? Is that AI called Russia? Uh, right.
4: It, well, well do you ever you guys ever heard of Roska basilisk?
0: No? No. Never heard. Uh, can I can I no, please. say something about Russia because there's a lot of misunderstanding of, with Russia and I've studied Oh no, there's porn. no misunderstandings. <laughs> you no, know, that Russia isn't maybe isn't the enemy. I think that the globalists that Biden is part of is the enemy. Russia might, Russia, if Russia wanted a nuclear war, they'd already have it.
3: Can I say one thing real quick? It's not Biden because Biden doesn't know 6 a.m. from 6 p.m. Well, I
0: know. I mean, he's just a symbol. Yeah, he's just a just a symbol. But something bigger is going on here because Russia has had every opportunity to escalate this thing. We blew up their pipeline. Okay? They had every reason to, to do this, and they didn't. They've been more restrained than we have. And when I say we, I don't say me. I'm saying Uh-oh, the forces that are funding this and, and, and the propaganda that's funding this. The, we, we are really on on ridiculous grounds no of the post cold war thinkers would have ever imagined that our president would be this stupid and give us <laughs> make bring us <laughs> uh, well but, World but war here's III.
1: something that here's something that bandit and i talk about regularly actually and it's the way that the strategy of the russian military works and what they do best is catch you lunging, and when you're off balance, that's, that's right. when they're gonna absolutely bludgeon you to death. Yeah, they've they're got numbers, yeah. and these guys are all what have they got to live for? The quality of life that the majority of those Russian military men came from is not worth going back to. They've got nothing, you know,
0: no future. It's a bleak outlook. It's a shitty life, you know. Well, well, Russia isn't good at fighting offensive wars. But they're really right. good at fighting defensive wars, and that and they're, you're not going to defeat them in land that they own that belongs to them, and they think part of Ukraine has belonged to them for for a thousand years. Kiev right. used to be the Russian capital.
3: Russia right. never won a war by by being technologically superior to no, the enemy. No, they always did it with no. It's, it's brute force, oh, yeah. man.
1: Brute force. Come on now. Yeah. Well, they're better fighters they, than anyone because they're angrier than everyone. Well, they, <laughs> they,
0: they had some decent technology in World War II, but that said, they still won it with brute force, and they won it by because uh, Germany Hitler was an idiot too. Okay, mm-hmm. he just he made one stupid mistake militarily after another, and so he bailed a lot of the world out, um, but. But the Russians, it's really hard to beat the Russians on their own ground. (laughs) It's just not, it's really silly to try to do it. Yep. And some of the rhetoric that that is being used is just, it's irresponsible as you can get. And I just can't understand it. It doesn't make sense unless there's something else going on that we don't understand.
3: Yeah,
2: there's oh,
3: a lot going on. Sure
4: we there's, don't something, there's a lot of things that we don't understand. A
0: lot,
3: That's and I right. wish people would just forget about that. You know,
0: it's and a worry about
3: and worry about what's going on here in our own country, That's right? That's Can we just right. worry about this right now? That's
0: right. The
3: feds That's just right. hiked another quarter point, man. Why? Oh, the the entire system's imploding. Let's make it worse. So well, they have
0: yeah. to. Because the debt's so high. Like,
4: okay. So had, our credit ratings true. already gone down. People also don't don't generally know that the American s- systems credit rating went down
3: and yeah. they want to give me a credit rating. Give me a freaking break, man.
4: I know. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the usual meme is that the United States has 32 trillion in debt, but they dare give me a credit rating.
2: Well, it's existed since the 80s, by the way. What? Credit ratings
3: to, to like get
4: into Houses and shit It started in the 80s I can't remember when it started
3: Started in the late 80s Yeah,
4: and, and women couldn't 80s. have credit cards until when? Until the 80s too?
3: Maybe, Probably. I don't know
4: <laughs> I believe women couldn't have credit cards Until the 80s in the United States
0: Well, I don't know I can't remember <laughs> But that might be true Well, what is it? Women
4: couldn't vote in in Switzerland until like the 90s. Like the world is a strange place and weird things happen at weird times. But I do think at least potentially there is a positive outlook to things because so many people are becoming more aware of the problems that they can actively feel empowered enough to believe in the collective actions that the collective takes and actually rise up to do to the occasion because they actually think, wait, if my neighbor's doing it, and then all my neighbors are doing it. And then my my cousins in the other cities are doing it. And then my brother in the other side of the country is doing it. If everybody suddenly understands at least some premise of the main idea, which is the government's screwing us and we need to do something as a mass, don't go to work. If people yeah. just don't go to work for a week,
2: like really, like not, that's it, not, not the not the COVID type thing, like no, actually taking on a stand purpose. and being like, "Screw you guys," On purpose.
0: Yeah, well, it don't might you. it might come down to that. Uh, I hope there's so. No way, there's no way to win an election. It's going to have to come down to some rebellion.
4: And the thing th- the thing is, it's already happening in Europe. So in in, in this weird situation, in, w- we. It's set, Pluto is going around the uh, like our solar system. Yes, and, 200 and 247 years ago, the French Revolution was happening, and the American Revolution was happening, seventeen seventy-six. So, what's going to happen? And in this case, is, fr- is France indirectly going to start it up again, as it did two
3: hundred and
4: forty-seven years started ago? Started it up again?
3: Have you seen? I mean, oh, France I is already there. It.
4: The picture where the, yeah, the cops are all poor. on fire.
3: Yeah, yeah, cops are outnumbered and they're done. I mean, the, they're, the cops are starting to give up. They're like, yeah, they're, "Oh, they're, we're
4: not doing." Do you guys
3: remember anymore. a couple couple
2: years ago when
3: the firefighters were lighting themselves on fire
2: and, and fighting the cops?
3: That was epic.
2: That was. Uh, and, and, really, and the thing the is, is it, know how to riot. Yeah. The
4: thing is, yeah. also people don't understand in France, uh, a big portion of those protesters are the socialist. So indirectly uh, we I don't know to what degree uh, th- those collectives are <laughs> and what's their agenda and here look the the socialists that are pushing the stupid things related to uh, critical theory and just all the the sexual <laughs> stuff that they're pushing into the school systems which makes absolutely no sense to anybody with a functional brain cell Um That's garbage. That's from, that's Mao. That's China. That's Chinese. And that's That's Chinese influence. Um, That's that's Maoism. You convert, you make the women men and you make the men women. That was Mao. That was a cultural revolution. It's Just to
0: destroy the society.
4: Yeah. Mao was an incredible genius and super evil. Mao was truly the definition of an evil villain.
2: Right. Very easy. So, so you guys, I hope you're excited tonight because I actually have some really, really good random internet questions that I come up with tonight because we've had our little vacation break. I've missed this. I know, and and so. I've been searching for these. And so, Tim, I'll fill you in, man. We have this segment of the show where I have an AI generator give me some completely bonkers off-the-wall questions to ask my guests and of course the rest of the panel as well. And the answer. And it's always a good time because you never know where these are going to go. Tonight's that I'm using, if you guys ever want to check it out, comes up as the pleasant And it's another one of these random question generators that I've found on here. So I'm gonna just go down here onto the ones that it's got pulled up for me already because I've been reading them while we've been sitting here the past few minutes and so these are really good. So our first question for tonight, Tim, to kick it off Ooh. with you is what is the most exaggerated yet supposedly true story you've ever told?
0: Wow.
1: Well,
0: <laughs> that's a hard one. Oh, it might have. Um... Wow, brought to he, a pause. I think you stumped me. I'm trying to think of where I. So you're saying exaggerated, but supposedly true. Yeah. But not necessarily true. Absolutely. Oh, I got you can, one. You
2: can run with it where you'd like.
0: Oh, I got one. Oh man. Um... Why don't you go with yours and let me think a little? Because i I'll yourself. let you have first while he thinks. For it.
3: Okay, so, um, it's you know it's sort of it sort of feels exaggerated, but okay, so, uh, it would have been just shortly after high school, and I know for everybody else, it's like, whoa, that was a long time ago, and, well, uh, it would have been just after high school, probably two. Th- probably 2000, I went to a local club, you know, and Vanilla Ice's hard rock band was playing. Okay. He had a metal band, Vanilla Ice. He had a metal band. The crowd was just rabid. And my brother and I pushed our way to the front and this Woman next to us was like, Oh my God, oh my God, can you sign my vanilla ice doll? Can you sign my vanilla ice doll? Still like, like perfect in mint condition, still in the box. Vanilla ice doll. She threw it up on stage and he was like, Fuck this doll and threw it on the ground and set it on fire in front of everybody. You know, it was just, yeah, vanilla ice. Hard rock band set a vanilla ice doll on fire on stage. That was. That's yeah.
2: that, that's actually pretty awesome. I, I I totally hope it's true.
3: I like to leave like I won't like. Of course, I could probably tell like a story from like a deployment in one of my Middle Eastern countries, but now nah, you know I'll keep it tame and keep it what stateside. You know got, what you got? That's Ox. classified. <laughs> No, it's not. It's just those things, everybody, you know, every, every vet has a, you know, out of control story from deployment overseas, you know? So I felt I'd just tell one from my semi-normal civilian life.
2: Fair. Ox, we well, haven't heard too much from you this evening, buddy, and I miss hearing from you. So I'd like
1: to hear your yours. All right. All right. So, uh, this is, by the way, an entirely true story if you choose to believe <laughs> it this way. And this is exactly what happened from my perspective. As from you your- guys probably know, I'm really into heavy metal and punk rock. I went to go see a punk show, and there's this fucking lady around here who goes to all these punk shows, and her whole deal is she's the carrot lady, whatever that means. And she was wearing, like, bands of carrots all around her like like a sash and like a skirt and all that shit some guy rips a carrot off and throws it up on the stage mid set and the singer of this punk band shoves it up his ass and then proceeds to remove it and eat it yeah yes! that was crazy as hell it was crazy as hell <laughs> I swear to God it's true. I think I know that band.
2: I think I've been to a, a, a show similar where something has happened. quite similar Tim. Like Tim is
1: like,
3: I, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm going to be able to say. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be able tell, to say.
0: I was going to tell a ghost story and that doesn't even, that doesn't even <laughs> <laughs> close to that. It,
3: unless, it. Unless this ghost, unless this ghost shoves a
0: carrot up his ass. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, let's
2: hear it, Tim, if you got yourself a story put together finally.
0: Well, when we were kids, the house we were in was supposedly haunted. And uh, multiple people saw things. My brother saw, it was a little kid, and apparently he died in the house and in the 30s, the 1930s. It was an old house in Seattle. And we heard him before we saw things float off the mantle and slam onto the ground. Um, my mom did a Ouija board to try to find out who it was, and she supposedly got a name of the kid, and then went downtown Seattle and looked it up in the city and found out that s- someone with those initials had died. Uh, and it was a little boy. And to and <clears throat> I actually personally heard him moving pots and pans around in the kitchen one night when everyone else was asleep. And I listened to it for about 20 minutes and then I went to sleep and that just seems like such a crazy story, but it happened numerous times. My mom was always getting angry initially with Joe, my younger brother, because she thought he was going in the kitchen at night and moving stuff around because she'd get up in the morning and there'd be a big mess in the kitchen, but it took her a while. But everybody finally realized there really is a ghost there. And, he does do things, and Joe, my brother, did see him, and my, he scared the crap out of my grandma one night by playing around under her bed, and that really happened, but it probably sounds exaggerated <laughs> to, to <clears throat> other people. No,
2: no, man, you know, I'm, No, we. story I, here, man. We've, we've
0: I
3: think we've it. got – I think we <clears throat> do have plenty of, like – Uh, personal experience with uh, like haunted uh, haunted houses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, we never, I never had any with any anywhere else and nothing from that house ever followed us to other places.
2: That that, kind of leads me in that that'll lead me into what I want to share with you guys. And we'll get to Louise last on this question. You know, I had, I had a lake house at one point in time in life and it was been my absolute most favorite house that I ever lived in. And it was, terribly haunted. Like, whatever it was, would run across the floor in the basement, but it would run across the floor, like, upside down. It was the ceiling of the basement, but my... Wow.
0: It
2: would it would slam drawers all night long. It, it has thrown silverware. It has pulled down blinds. It lit a bed on fire in a spare bedroom that was used for nights that we had a good old party time and somebody needed a place to crash. When it was wow. empty, it did this. And, like, this continued the entire time I was there. And I actually did a little bit of research myself to figure out what had gone on in there, and it had turned out that a gentleman that had built the house originally totally decided to hang himself in the basement when he was done with life, and that is what uh, I will attest 100% to being what was the haunting because even our our good friend Miss Vicky over there, the Born Awake Oracle, she's a medium that we've had on here a few times, has told me multiple occasions that yes, I'm not crazy. That was definitely saw a big haunting in my house. Like something big time happened there, and that's what we found. So it's it's pretty wild stuff, man. Like haunting, haunted. It, it's like a key to another dimension or yeah. something. Like if something super bad happened, and that energy is just stuck there.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a. A picture, a negative that gets a there's a negative in an old that, picture, yeah. but it has a flash on it. It's almost like and it just keeps repeating itself. Yeah, so over it's like and
2: that. over, man. Hi yeah. Luis, what's your what's your uh story?
4: I, I mean honestly, I I really can't can't think of one. Um that I mean the the only one I could think of is real as hell and too too screwed up to say here. Oh. Um so well. Only reality comes into mind and it's so dark that it's not
2: well then then I'm then I'm gonna then I'm gonna bump you first for the second question that came up off of this one that I wanted to ask this evening. I think you guys will have a good time with is what is the dumbest answer you ever gave in an oral exam?
4: Damn. In an oral exam, meaning I have to speak, right?
2: Yeah. I'm trying to think. What's the dumb? I, I guess. I guess we could. We could make it a little easier and say, "What's the dumbest thing you've ever said to somebody?" And you know, probably got away with it.
0: I know what because <laughs> <you laughs> I'm just like. Blank and I've probably done a lot of stupid things. I know I have, but. This was kind of a i i when I was a high school kid, I got to spend some time in Australia, which was just awesome. And I was spending time with this really nice family. And one question I got tired of was, how come uh, we know so much about America, but Americans know so little about Australia? And they must have asked me that 10 times and i got frustrated by it Where's and i finally Carrie? said huh i finally said and i was a teenager so not very brainy and i finally said well maybe if you can blow up the world 3 times people are going to need to know more about you and and i just felt so stupid when i said that and i know i it dropped me down quite a few notches in front of them um, and it was just a stupid thing i said as a teenager but, um, I was just trying to get out from under, always trying to defend Americans' bad knowledge of other countries. So, anyway, Fair. I don't know if that makes much sense, but
1: um, <clears throat> Louise, what you got?
4: harder me to fathom because honestly, I have said in uh, past podcasts in the last year things that I should have not said. So, if anything, uh, it would be in the journey of podcasting that I have I uh, have uttered things that have banned people that might one day uh, get me on a blacklist that will one day uh, make the government say. Mm. We should put that guy in a no-fly list. Even though I have not a threat to anybody or anything, and I'm a kind human being that is not going to harm anybody, uh, the government has different interpretations of the concept of speech.
0: Yep, that's true. Okay. Ox, okay. Uh, what you got for me,
2: buddy?
1: Uh, I remember being in sixth grade, and they had some sort of spelling bee thing that they were doing in my classroom. It was like all the kids had to get up there and do it, right? And they were trying to, I guess, gauge to see which kids would represent each class in the school spelling bee. I didn't want any part of it, but I was a damn good speller. And they tried to give me a really hard word, and I walked up to the microphone, and I literally said, nope. And I literally walked right back around hip hip-hop 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 anonymous
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay but do you kind of remember the word because i'm curious like what yeah construct of the No, word? I,
1: I can't remember the word it was like some word that like literally made no sense at all it was probably like it, it was very that's long annoying. i would assume it was latin or something i don't know <laughs> that's great
2: Come on, man. I know you probably said something. So uh
3: in front of one of my promotion boards when I was in the military. Oh god. Uh, I <laughs> I I I had to sing the division song. And it was so bad that all of all of all of the the higher ups that sat on my board were like, you are the white guy that gives the rest of us white guys bad names when it comes to singing. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> Mind you, I still got promoted though. <laughs> <laughs> good. Do they,
4: do, not, they, were you in the time they also did buckets of ice water at when you get promoted.
3: That was not, no, that was later on, man. They, <laughs> they still gave you your blood rank, your blood stripes.
4: Okay, because I know like, yeah. my friend no, went through no, no, no. A, a time where they after you got promoted, they would like pour a bucket of ice water on you.
3: That's nice. I wish I would have gotten that.
4: After you did like 150 push-ups or something like I wish like, I would have gotten that. They first torture you with a hundred like hun- hundreds of push-ups, and then they would just <sighs> pour ice water on
3: We you still that. had pin on rank times when I got promoted that pinned on the lapel. And they took the dammets off the back, put they would pin it on pins, the- <laughs> and everybody would come up to you and hit you. Yeah, on the yeah, lapel. yeah, yeah. They also do that. And when they switched, the yeah, when they switched to the rank later on that was Velcro right here in the middle of the chest, they would punch you in the chest <laughs> to put the Velcro rank on you. Hmm. But I got hit one time so hard that it pinned. The bow. I, I got. I got promoted in Iraq, and I had my weapon slung, and they pinned it so hard, so many times that it went through the nylon sling of my weapon, mm-hmm. through my uniform, and into my Yuck. skin. That Yuck. you know, I pulled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yuck. laughs> you know. Why you is your
4: uniform full of blood? Uh
3: you evil. Yeah. Um. Man. You guys are listening
2: to the show, so there's plenty of things that I know I've said that are dumb, too. I'm right there with Louise, so you can, there's plenty of episodes to go back and find. Not just said, but
3: or tried to say.
4: They are the the, the (laughs) stupidest things I have likely said in my entire life have been recorded.
3: Yeah, Yeah. it's not just the said, Jimmy. It's with you, it's the tried to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I can't (laughs) pronounce things for nothing. Uh uh, it gets stuck.
2: Yeah, that too. I get on a little, a little repeat, and my brain freezes, and I don't know where to go with it. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's fair. I think we're all in that boat. I think even, I think even OX, who's only been on a handful, I,
4: mean, I, 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 I think, think, I got I somebody think, almost
3: banned from YouTube.
4: I think twice. Like that's not fun, and I don't know I which are. part I said. I don't know exactly no, what was what hey, I said. Jimmy,
3: Sorry, I, got, Jimmy. You. I got, you you got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, when we were on Rebel Rebel Radio, or
4: wait, just Saturday? Um, oh, I missed yeah. it.
3: Yeah, no, 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 here it is. It was. Um, they warned us before the episode. Don't say swear words. Don't drop an f bomb. I made it to the last five minutes of the show, and I thought I was going to be the one to do oh, it.
4: I would have done it probably
3: before and, as you. soon as Jimmy did it. I was like, "Why did why?" how did he beat me to it? Just how did he beat me to it? <laughs> and I was just like, wait a minute. That, it happened so quick. I was like, what? Wait, wait. Did and I, and I, I went dumb. I
2: went, Oh, I'm sorry. Home. Everybody Like, <laughs> I broke the one rule. At least i waited was... to the end.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, man, that was... Go ahead, Tim. I know you were trying to say something a moment ago. I do apologize. Oh, I was going to say, I think I've said things on this show that, <laughs> <laughs> were uh things that could get me in trouble so but. well you know um,
2: unfortunately welcome to the club I, as i try to warn folks ahead of time and i do a bad job of doing is you know I'll, if you're speaking to me there's likely some kind of way that they might take a peek at your you know yeah at, other, at the other side of the camera him
4: and company yeah. as a uh, propagandist and misinformation
2: agents so they know, of
4: I don't know who's paying Jimmy, but I'd like to learn more and like to learn how are they paying him. Like
2: I would like to know where the money's going because yes, man, it would be great Jimmy, to have.
4: How, how would he how is he an agent of misinformation? Uh in it. How rich is Jimmy really? It's like he's showing us all these places. And I'm like, no, bitch, I own these places. I'm just showing them to and, you. But and like, he owns this like a company that he works for. He doesn't like he doesn't move anything. It's like I wish. He, it's all a lie. And Jimmy's just been like playing with us. And he's actually part of some operation. So
2: I think this last question it was proof that the thing was listening to me tonight and our conversation a little bit, and. I think it's a good question to go, you know, go along with this show is and, and we'll whoever wants to ring it first can have it first and that's fine. But which cryptid type fairy tale type creature thing do you find to be the most ridiculous utter nonsense? Too fairy. That's not a cryptid though. No, I'll, oh. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take tooth fairy. That's, that's totally
1: considered. something. I could I could much more easily believe if you said there was some nefarious being out there who took specific interest in the bones of children. I'd be like, yeah, I'll bite. But like
3: you, you need to watch bite.
1: the movie
3: Darkness Falls, then. Okay. I will have you looking at the Tooth Fairy differently.
1: Okay.
2: Fair enough. All right, bandit. What
3: you got, man? Uh,
4: man. I, uh, which cryptids? Basically, which cryptid sounds? Or fairy tale creature? Fairy, creature. fairy tale creature. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll
3: take that too because that's what the tooth fairy is. That, yeah, that's what yeah. the tooth fairy. is. Yeah. So, yeah, fairy, they fairy can be inter. They can, I think they can be. I think they can be. They're one and the same. You they know, are. They creature are. versus cryptid. I, I think they can. I think that's. My mine, mine I don't to me, they are. Unicorns are fairy tale and cryptids.
0: Man, are I live mean, in like Appalachia, so I don't want to
3: say I don't I live in Appalachia, man. I don't want to say anything bad about cryptids, man.
1: <laughs> but fairy tales. Um, fairy
4: tales. You must I'm be on of motion. I
1: don't
3: I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: What's, what's I you got don't think
3: you? any of them or I don't think any of them are the most I mean, to me,
4: fairies to a degree sound completely ludicrous. Uh, Like tiny mm -hmm. humans that are like this big sound absolutely ridiculous and bonkers to me. I
0: think, I think leprechauns, maybe. Leprechauns.
2: I'm totally, I'm totally real, you guys, I promise. And there is a pot of gold (laughs) at the end. I take offense to
0: that. Did you you
4: see the breakdown of what the, that what leprechaun, that whole thing comes from was a real tribe of people that lived in Ireland that then was like, was Exterminated short. That was exterminated.
0: And, it was a real oh, group no. of
4: people that was exterminated. They were called Leprechauns. Us. I never heard of that. Not all. Of yeah, us. they were black. That's of part of the reason it. you might have not mm. heard of that because it was a genocide that happened in Ireland. Huh. Oh, there's that. That's, okay. that's a pretty hard. history of the Leprechauns that most people don't know about. It was no, a real group of people that, like a, like pig, like pygmies, that was exterminated in Ireland.
2: Politicians are the fairy tale creature I don't believe
3: in. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. That. Yeah. but I'll go with that. Politicians. <laughs> oh, the politicians tell the truth. Yeah. There you go.
2: Just in general. Like, I just, you know, we don't know what's really true on the other side of that idiot box. That's why I have one on my side, too. Cause, you know, I figured it works out. Let's be real. That's <laughs> how it is.
0: So. What but, do you guys think of Dogman?
2: Dogman, we've actually. Had- Had a guy on here that talked to us about some dog man once before too. And I'm right up there in the belief of he's right there along with something to be with Bigfoot as well.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to think about. I wonder if it's not kind of demonic. Um,
2: That's a perspective I've heard as well, actually.
0: Because I see I've done a little bit, not too much, but a little bit of research. And they don't seem to be as confined to being in the woods. They can. They're. they're often cited in other places that are that don't seem to hide, have a need to hide, and I just wonder if they're not more to it than just a a Bigfoot type creature. I sure wouldn't want to find <laughs> come across one.
2: Well, I mean, it, it, when you get along the lines of thinking how there are different you know, different versions of Bigfoot, different versions of a similar creature seen around the world, you know, it, it, it could be along the lines of another version of it, or even, you know, maybe some kind of like bad version of it or something that even it's against. I, the one guy I talked to before, he was on the understanding that Bigfoot and Dogman were friends, which, you know, I found that an interesting perspective too. So, I guess you could really go any way with it, and dogmen go back to, you know, even like Europe and stuff prior to being popular down in like the southeast and Louisiana and the Gulf and such. So there's totally a plausibility of some kind of werewolf dogman type cryptid running around. I think at least like that's definitely one the, I buy into.
0: What's the name of that one in in New Orleans in in Louisiana? What do they they have a different name? For they do.
2: Them? they have a funny name for it and i i I am definitely not is
0: it boogaroo or something or yes huh blue yeah something like that yep yeah that's kind of a i always thought that was a very strange name yeah i
1: have no idea what it means besides you know what what we translate it to essentially which dog man
0: yeah
2: and that's, you know, that, that, that's another thing too, you know, like translation of all these different languages and trying to translate things into English. We have lost, we've lost quite a bit and made up some of our own along the way. So it's, it's quite a, quite a feat in its own, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll retaliate even on the fairies on Luis a little bit. Like, I don't know, we, we make sure we don't invite the fairies in because they're tricky little, little fellers. And I'm, I don't know, man. I, I think there's something there, something going on. I don't think they're more or less tiny little people flying around. I have different perspectives, but that's just cause I do think the tiny little people like Tinkerbell, I think that's a ridiculous like thought process on it myself personally. Like I'm like, no, that's stupid. That's not what they'd be. They'd be more like, I think they'd be more looking like the things from uh The little demon spawn things from the uh the Snyder Justice League thing that were attacking Dark Suit Batman or whatever. No one. That's, yeah, that's me, my bad. So, well, of course, I always like to go around you guys and get some last final thoughts from everybody else around the table on the evening and give the guests an opportunity to be able to tell everybody where they can, you know, follow you at and find you out with anything else you got going on. So, Tim... Where can the folks listening and watching across the world be able to come back and check your stuff out at? Uh,
0: the um, I, I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's just uh, tomato f- dash or underscore fields um, name Tim Moon. That's a good place. That's a pretty active place. Um, you can reach me by looking up tomato fields on Amazon. And uh, the book has all my contact information. Um, and uh, on Instagram, there's a, there's a link that you can link to my web, my uh, email, if you want to get on my email list and hear more about books. And I'll send you the link for the book if you want to put it in the show notes. Yeah, but yeah. you look up tomato fields and my name, Tim Moon. It's pretty easy to remember. Uh, it comes right up on Amazon.
2: Oh, yeah, we, we love to make sure that everybody out there, regardless of if you're listening or watching, in the description, you can find links to get back to all of our fantabulous guests, you know, and I, I appreciate yeah. you making some time to sit aside this evening and come hang out with us, man. It's always good Thank conversation you. when we make new friends, and, you know, you're always welcome to come and join us again, man. So as a, But as I was saying, I do like to give everybody an opportunity to give them any, like, final thoughts and such before we leave out for the evening. So you got anything for the folks out there listening and watching?
0: um just uh don't believe everything you see <laughs> okay and don't believe don't believe uh or don't disbelieve everything's just because you're not seeing them
2: fair fair i like that louise i'll uh, go to you first this evening when, when he finishes that okay
0: that's i think that's that's pretty good <laughs> Luis. And mystery is a good thing. We should like mystery and we shouldn't run from it. We should run toward it.
4: I agree with him. uh, The world is full of mysteries and it is part of what makes this amazing, beautiful, oblique spheroid, an interesting space that our souls landed on. And we should truly discover its wonders and learn to work together so our descendants it, everlasting for all time
2: ox my friend i am so glad you were able to be here and sit in with us this evening man i know you're you're uh always a busy man but i'm glad you made time to join us this evening man so i do appreciate that what you got for me
1: Man, uh, well, one, just as always, really happy to be here, and two, uh, great talking with you guys about everything A to Z on this one. I feel like we covered a lot of topics, and a lot of people interjected a lot of opinions and ideas, and this is another one for the books, you know, really great episode, you guys. Thank
2: you, buddy. I appreciate it, and I look forward to when you get to come back and join us again, man. I'm so <coughs> It's always an exciting moment when you get to be in here and, and have some fun with us, man. We, we miss you around here, buddy.
1: I being on. I, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to keep on coming on more consistently Hopefully soon Fantastic, man I, you,
2: you keep at it and don't let them kill you out there in the working world I know how it can be I'll do my best
3: Bandit Man, I came I came so close to getting ducks and turkeys today, man like, I know you gotta turkeys, like turkeys, you've got yes. turkeys. Yes. Yeah, you have got to know when to say. You, my thought for the day is you just got to know when to say no when it comes to when it comes to stuff like that, man. Just don't do ducks, bro. Don't do ducks. Again. I did don't ducks already, in. man. I had no. ducks. Don't fall into that. Don't do ducks again. I just did, man. You got to know when to say no.
2: <clears throat> I would have gotten a turkey though. I'm all for some turkeys. They're as easy as chickens.
3: They're just bigger. Mm, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, I
3: think yeah. You but got other that. than that, man, it's been good. It's been good coming back from. I guess all of us had a vacation. You took a vacation. Well, the, I guess we all took a vacation.
2: <laughs> the the, the mixture good to of the, back. Com- the mixture of the computer crashing and the uh, my me taking an actual vacation all happening at the same time kind of worked out so. I think uh, I think we'll be good and things will get back to rolling. You'll, hopefully, you guys will see us a little more consistent out there. Of course, I appreciate each and every one of you out there over there on Rumble, Odyssey, but Shoot checking us out on the visual episodes. Sorry, things are a little iffy with this because again, we're kind of I'm running on some peg legs right now as it is, but we'll be back to full capacity here real soon. And all the folks out there listening, man, you guys all you know all. All those listening channels, you guys can always come over and check out some of the watchable channels, as well as check keep up with things at unconstitutionalawakening.com, including where you'll be able to find all the links to get back to Tim. Check out Tim's book. Check out Tim on Instagram. Keep up with what he's got going on, and see other places that he's gone and had conversations with. Man, we always like to encourage that, and hopefully we'll get to see him back here one day soon. So, and while you're over there, unconstitutionalawakening.com, you guys will get to continue with because you know I can't stop giving away. Free stickers, man. So we're going to continue with our free sticker giveaway, and all you've got to do is answer my ridiculously easy pirate trivia question over there at unconstitutionalawakening.com underneath this episode in the podcast and more section. So tonight's question is, how deep is a fathom? Is it A, one foot, B, six feet, or C, 24 feet? You guys can answer that question over there and, uh, I guess aside from that, we're going to weigh anchor and get on out of here. So good night, everybody.
0: Good night. Thanks a lot. Sorry.